What's going on, future billionaires? I'm Ron Carter, and you're listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast. And today, I got a special treat for you guys. Today, I was just kind of spitballing. I was I was actually sitting in front of my whiteboard, writing down the stuff that I need to do for the day. And as I was writing the stuff down, uh, like uh, some of the stuff is bullet points that I'm going to be adding into a funnel. So some of it's kind of copy, but I'm just writing the ideas down, not getting all the copywriting and the words like precise. But I started to think about the words that you never want to use when you're sharing what you have with somebody. There's certain words that when we're selling, we want to steer 100% clear of. Like, uh, let's give you like a quick example right now. Like, if you want to sell somebody on the phone, like, and you're talking to them via messenger, don't ask them if they want to hop on a quick discovery call. A discovery call means I'm going to sell you some shit. And people know that. And, and they don't want to get on that. When you say, hey, you want to connect on the phone? It's a little easier than typing. And, and I feel like I can really get this uh, this value to you and answer your questions more in-depthly. Do you see the difference between asking to hop on a discovery call and actually speaking to them like a person? So there are a few things that um, I want to talk about and some words and some phrases that you never want to say when you're trying to sell a prospective client. Let's get it, cue that intro. What's up everyone, I'm Ron Carter and I'm part of an underground movement of entrepreneurs who pride ourselves in giving value over making the sale. We put our message out to the world and let the people we can help come to us. We keep our nose to the grindstone because we know that every piece of content we publish is like a beacon of hope for the people we aim to serve. Unlike traditional marketers, we don't build complicated systems or funnels for the main objective of getting the sale, or cheat by starting off with big piles of venture capital cash. Instead, we provide value, solve problems, build relationships, and most importantly, we empower others to do the same. We focus on contributing rather than converting. We're not in this game just to make money, but to make a difference. We build lifelong fans who we can serve over and over again. You're listening to Ecom Billionaires Podcast, and we are future billionaires. All right, so as entrepreneurs, there are some words and phrases that we never want to say, okay? And before we even dive into what these words and phrases are, I kind of want to go into why why this is important. Because a lot of us, we just start, we get started selling simply by knowing that we want to sell something. And then we try to be ourselves or our personality and or we're afraid of that, right? We're afraid of being ourselves. So we try to be this cookie cutter business professional, which means using a bunch of vernacular, a bunch of words that we never say, and, and trying to say it in a way that sounds professional. But all you're doing is making yourself seem like a cookie cutter salesman that's trying to sell some shit. That's what that makes you look like. So even if you're dressed to impress and you and you look super businessy, talk like yourself. Say the things that you actually say to people. No. It's going to come across as, even though you may think it's going to come across as somebody who is lazy or maybe somebody who is not fully professional, 
it's going to come across as somebody that they can relate to as a person which is a prerequisite for selling like I mean you have to be able to relate to to somebody before you want to buy something from them you have to relate to them and their problem that they're experiencing before you even believe that the product that they're selling you is the solution so we got to make ourselves personable the best way to do that the easiest way is to be the person that you really are that means speaking like the person that you really are talk like how you talk that's what I mean so let's get into some of these words that you you really don't want to use even if you're speaking the way that you speak or talking how you talk you're getting down how you know you get in you're getting in where you fit in you know you're using phrases like that um, even though it might not make sense to some people but they can tell that that's how you talk so you're saying it so there are some things that you don't want to say regardless and so that's what we're getting into into today's episode and I'm not going to ramble on too much about how important it is to talk and the stuff that I've been talking about right now let's just get straight into these words some of the things that you don't ever want to say so you might actually want to pull out a little notepad so that you write these down um, just to make sure that you don't miss them all right so let's get started number one something you don't ever want to say trust me you do not ever want to say trust me when you're trying to sell somebody anything whether they ask you about features and you're going to start talking about features whether they ask you about um whether they ask you about uh, how much the price is or just anything about the product. You don't want to say, trust me. Now, do you know why? We don't ever want to say, hey, trust me. This is an awesome product. This is a, you don't want to say, trust me because you're basically saying, all right, hold on. Let me reel that back a little bit. This is why you don't want to say, trust me. Anybody that feels that they have to tell everyone to trust them is somebody who is inherently used to not being trusted. So if you want to be trustworthy, that means you do things that build trust. You, you don't become trustworthy by telling everyone to trust you. It actually does the exact opposite. People say, hey, why is he telling me to trust him? But usually most people who are very trustworthy, they just do things that build trust. Like, why is he, people think this subconsciously, okay? So they think, why is he asking me to trust him? There must be some reason for me to not trust him. And then they start looking at everything that you're doing in a very skeptical way. And they start looking for that thing. They start looking for that indicator that shows that they shouldn't trust you. Saying trust me, does the exact opposite of what you actually want and a lot of people say this in like a subconscious way they're not actually trying to get you to trust them they're just saying trust me this is going to be the best offer that you've ever seen that kind of stuff you don't want to say anything like that take trust me take it out of your vocabulary uh, put it in your right hand walk over to the window and throw it as hard as you can out the window 
throw trust me away. It's gone. You're going to throw it out the window before you even open the window. That's right. I want you to break the window, throwing trust me out of your life. Just get it out of here. You're not saying that word or that phrase anymore. Okay. Uh, And you know what? What's going along with trust me? uh, Trust me is two best friends. uh, And that is to be honest or let me be honest with you or to be frank with you. Don't ever say those. We're never saying, let me be honest with you, or to be honest, or to be frank with you, or trust me. We're not saying any of that. And now, me saying to be honest with you, this is something that I say often. I, I'm working on this. But it's not good to say. I, you've heard me say it on this podcast. I've probably had a, a long pause and said, to be completely honest with you, it's just been... See, now, let me explain why this is not the way to go. When you're explaining anything, when you, when somebody asks you a question, let's reverse it. If somebody asks me a question and they say, you know, it doesn't matter what the question is. It's something that's deep and personable, you know, and and I say, I have a a long pause and I think I'm adding, you know, a, a slice of, Uh, of drama to the scene by leaving this this long pause and then saying to be honest with you and then giving my answer but what I'm actually doing is I'm speaking to everyone listening and I'm saying until this point right now until this point this whole conversation I've been lying to you and right now I'm about to get honest so pay attention that's what you're saying when you say to be honest with you and then and then you say something after that and even though you're not actually saying this subconsciously the audience members are hearing this subconsciously the person on the phone that you are trying to sell is hearing this when they when they hear you say to be honest with you or let me be honest or let me be frank uh with you about this they hear that you haven't been being frank with them, that you haven't been honest with them, that, that just now you're going you're gonna to tell them what they really need to know. And nobody likes that, right? And in sales, we're not trying to make people feel bad and then sell them things. We're actually trying to make them feel good and then sell them things and then make them feel good about the purchase after the fact as well so they come back and buy again. That's what we're doing. Right. And we don't do that by being honest with people or being telling them that let me be frank with you right now. Or, yeah, because we need to operate as if we are being honest and frank with them all the time. Because guess what? You should be. So, those are things that we're not saying anymore. To be honest, to be frank with you, trust me. We're not saying any of that. Another thing. Another thing to never say, and this includes in emails, this is the first thing that I trained myself to stop doing, because it seems like such a a go-to, right? Like, let's say you you, you talk to somebody, uh, you you give them an offer, they don't take it right away, they don't take your invitation to your free training or to your high-ticket offer or whatever it is that you're selling. They, they, They say no, they decline, they don't click the link, they don't buy you know, whatever, you know, whatever format you're selling it in, they don't do it. They don't take it. And then what do we usually do? We usually, we wait a little bit and then we, we call them back 
depending on how we're selling, if they're just on an email list, we send them another email. But if this was a phone conversation where we're trying to sell them something high ticket over the phone and we don't close them, uh, we, we call them back, what, a few days later, a week later, and we start off by saying, I'm just following up with you. I'm just following up with you. Take that shit and throw it out the window with, to be honest with you, throw all that out the window. <laughs> um, I'm following up with you needs to go. And, and, and this is why, okay? How do you feel when somebody calls you, you answer the phone, you might not know who it is, you answer the phone, and then all of a sudden you hear the voice of the salesman who tried to sell you something last week. You recognize it. And he says, hey, Cindy, what's going on? Hey, just following up with you uh, from our call from last week. Instantly, you think, fuck, right? You think, I maneuvered that call. I did not want to buy this product that you're selling. I maneuvered my way through it. I was polite. That's why I answered the phone, but I still didn't want to buy this shit. I told you no over and over again. I, I moved through, I weaved through all the little roadblocks that you put up for me and I did not buy because I don't want that. This, this, that's what you're thinking in your mind, right? When they say, I'm just following up with you because you think, great, I answered the phone and now I got to do all this shit again. That's what you think as a customer. So don't tell people I'm just following up with you. Don't, don't say that. Don't start, don't start with that. Do you want to know what to say instead? What to say instead to break the ice with somebody who has not bought from you. You know what to say? This is perfect, okay? I want you to really write this down. Instead of saying, I'm just following up with you, say, hey, uh, whatever you say to them, like, hey, Ron here, or whatever your name is, and, and start off by saying, I'm sorry for not following up with you sooner. Dot, dot, dot. Now, do you see the power in this? When you start off by saying, I'm just following up with you, they're like, fuck, you're about to sell me some stuff. I didn't want that. When you say, I'm sorry for not following up with you sooner. Immediately, they don't know what to think. Salespeople aren't saying that to them, right? You've automatically gone from salesperson to normal person. And that's what you want to be in their eyes. You don't want them to think of you as a salesman on the phone. You want them to think of you as the normal human being that you are. So apologize for not following up. Um, say, I'm sorry for not following up. Uh, sorry for not following you up with you. You know, or sorry for not following up um, sooner. And then you can start to go into what you wanted to talk about. But what this automatically does is it automatically reverses the psychological roles that we're playing in a deal. Because whenever you're making a deal, one person has the power, the other person has the want and the need or the problem, right? And, and you're figuring out a happy medium to exchange that. You want to exchange, uh, like the person with the problem wants the thing that you have and, and you want money that the person with the problem has. So you figure out a happy medium, but for you to be the salesman, you are the person that has the thing that they need. It's not the other way around. You do not need their money. Like there's every customer has money. You can get that from any one of them. 
You do not need that. So you say, hey, I'm sorry for not following up with you sooner. You don't go into an excuse about why you didn't follow up. It's not about that. This is about them and you helping solve their problem. That's what it's about. So when you say, hey, I'm sorry for not following up with you sooner, all of a sudden it's on you. It's not on them. When you when you say something like, hey, just following up with you, or hey, uh, or, or even worse, let's say that they don't follow up with you and you're expecting a call from them, it, like don't message them and say, hey, uh, just following up, didn't get your call yet, like, or I already sent you a message. Don't say anything like that. They got your message. They didn't want what you were pitching. That's why they didn't respond, okay? Uh, so don't say, hey, I sent you a message over here and, and, and I'm just messaging you on this platform to make sure you see it. They got your message, okay? <laughs> they just didn't want what you're selling. So when you say, hey, sorry for not following up with you sooner or sorry for not following up, all of a sudden it makes it your fault. See, now when you when you start off by saying something like, hey, it's like, did you see my message or you know, wondering why they haven't gotten back at you, all of a sudden, you're like you're reaching out to a prospect and you're making them feel guilty for not buying your thing. That's what you're doing right off the bat. And then trying to orchestrate that into a sale somehow. Like, good luck, okay? You're, you're repelling people faster than you're getting any sales. So you start off by apologizing for not following up right away. And, uh, and then moving on into the relationship, like talk to them like a person, but most importantly, do not say, I'm just following up with you. Do not do that. Okay. Another word to not say bye. Do not say bye. Okay. Um, the word bye period, like, Hey, would you like to buy this? Or are you interested in buying our program? Or are you interested in buying our package? No, buy like the reason that we're avoiding these words is because people hate to be sold things. I mean, people hate to buy things. This is what I should say. People hate to buy. They hate to depart with their money. But what they love is they love to be sold. They love to be sold. And what I mean by that is people love to hear your story about how you started from nothing and then you made it to the to 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 this lofty goal that you were trying to reach and at times it felt like you weren't going to get there but then you discovered this thing uh you know you discovered whatever it happens to be that you're selling this is you know insert thing you're selling you discovered this thing that helped you be able to move through all that pain and suffering that you didn't think you're going to be able to to make it past and and now that you've you've gone through that you have this passion and this drive to see other people be as successful as you and to start uh, moving past the things that are blocking them from their lives and and because of that because you can you know the impact that this is going to have on other people and their future you wanted you, you wanted to be able to spread this knowledge and to be able to spread this joy and, and this lifestyle that you have to others and when you see other people get it you know the, the light just goes off and, you, know, you see the light turn on in their eyes and, and and that excitement is what you live for now and so that's why we have this for you guys and would you like to take home this digital product today that's going to change your life like people love to be sold that's what i just did right there i just sold you something i don't know what but people love that but they hate buying they hate saying here's my credit card if, if they like that and that's what they actually like they would just go to any store that's available and just buy a whole bunch of random crap no people like to be sold people like 
the process that I just took you through just a few seconds ago to tell that little mini story. They like that. And when you can make when you can make buying be a part of that process without focusing on actually buying, they love that. They eat that up. So that's why you do not say the word buy. Notice how at the end of that little monologue I went on, I said, would you like to take this digital product home with you so you can start implementing it? And would you like to take it home with you? That is a good replacement for buy. Hey, would you like to buy this? No, get away from me. You're selling me something. I do not want to buy it. Hey, would you like to take this home with you today? Yeah, actually, I would like to take that home. It'd go great in my living room. You see the difference? Never say buy. Say, would you like to take this home? Or, or you can say something like, uh, if we're talking about digital products, like, uh, do you want to get the paperwork out of the way? Or... Like, don't say, should I get the paperwork started? Don't say that if you're selling anything high ticket. Nobody likes paperwork. Nobody wants to get started on paperwork. Even though we know that that what that really means is like start the process of you owning this thing. We know that that means that. But still, nobody wants to get started on paperwork. Like, that does not sound exciting to anybody or anything. So that's a question that you do not want to ask. You could say something like, you could say something like, hey, uh, I want to get my assistant to just get this paperwork out of the way. Just knock it out. Now that, that sounds appealing. Get the paperwork out of the way? Yes. Good. I hate paperwork. You hate it too. Let's get it out of the way so we don't have to deal with that. It's a much better way than saying, are you ready to buy this now? Here's the paperwork. No. So, the last thing, the last thing that I have to share with you guys is don't apologize. Do not apologize. Like the only exception for this is when I said, when I said, Hey, I'm um, sorry for not following up um, sooner. When I said that you can see, you can apologize there. You were apologizing for not following up sooner. It's kind of like a reverse, reverse psychology rule. But do not apologize for talking to them. Don't, don't say, hey, uh, sorry to bother you, but like, do not say that ever. Because I like when I hear that, I think, you know, I, I heard I heard this from Dan Locke, and, and it's so true. When I hear that, I think if you were really sorry, you would hang up the phone right now, or you wouldn't have bothered me. You're not sorry about about bothering me, because if you really were, you just wouldn't be doing it. So don't don't apologize things for things that you're not sorry about. Just because people say it often, it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And it really makes you feel uh, like, especially when you do that to somebody that you don't know, that's never met you, that you're trying to sell something. It really makes you feel like a robot. You already seem like a robot to them because you're just reaching out, trying to sell them something through whatever digital platform that you're using. um, If you're not like face to face or on the phone with them. So don't give them more ammunition to, to justify that feeling. Don't, don't say the same things that people always say, like uh, apologize for for selling them something. When you're selling somebody something, you're doing something for them. You're helping them solve a problem that's been bothering them for who knows how long. You are bringing love and light in the solution. What do you have to be sorry for? The only reason you're sorry for selling a product is if you're selling something that you don't believe in. And if you're selling something that you don't believe in, then you need to apologize to yourself because that is fucking difficult to do. 
And I bet that you're not getting as much sales as you think that you should. And it probably has a lot to do with your belief in the product that you're selling and the actions that you're taking based off of that belief. When you actually believe that the thing that you're selling is going to help these people, you do not feel apologetic one bit for reaching out to them and sharing your message with them. So I think that's about it for today's episode. Uh, to kind of go through with some of this, because I kind of went on a rant as I was sharing this, you know, don't say trust me in any sales situation. Do not say trust me. Trust is unwarranted. You shouldn't have to ask for it. You earn it or you don't earn it. You don't ask for it ever. So, and if you have to ask for it, the chances are you haven't done what you need to do to earn it. So, and and by asking for it, you're letting everyone know that. That's what you're doing when you say, hey, trust me. Same goes with when you say, hey, I'm going to be frank with you or I'm going to be honest with you. So another thing not to say is sorry to bother you. Um, You know, don't apologize. We are helping people. Uh, Do not say I'm just uh, just following up with you. You're not following up. You're trying to sell somebody something. And everybody knows what that means. Um, Don't say bye. Don't say bye. Hey, do you want to buy this? Say something like, hey, would you like to take this home? Or... Uh, would you like to get started on this or, um, you know, let's go ahead and get the paperwork out of the way. A whole bunch of different things you could say. Just don't say bye. (laughs) And, um, if I missed any others on this recap, or if you have any others that, that you would like to add, send me a voice memo on anchor. If you're listening to this on anchor, just go to your anchor app send me a voice memo i love them i feature them on other shows i'm getting a lot from one listener his name is jerome shaw he has the open palm podcast and when this is over i'm actually going to play uh the last voice memo that he sent me he's been sending me them for like almost every episode and i want i want more voice memos from other people because i want to feature some of his messages but i can't just have my features be just jerome's messages (laughs) you know um i i'd really like to have some other ones to mix in there and uh, so if you guys have any ideas on other things not to say during sales calls, jump on there and, and leave me a voice memo and tell me about it. And I'll feature it in, the, in one of the upcoming episodes. So I hope you guys are all having an awesome day, a wonderful day. Uh, take care. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the episode, guys. I hope you got a ton of value and you learned the stuff that you really shouldn't be saying that's going to turn your clients or prospective leads uh, into customers. You know, we got we got to stop doing that stuff, but I hope you got some value out of that. I hope you took some notes. And last but not least, if any of you guys want to connect a little further, um, you want uh, me to be able to answer questions directly, like as soon as you ask them, join the Facebook group. We've already got over almost 120 members in there now. It's growing organically. Um, people are at answering other people's questions in there. So you're able to connect with other marketers. It's not just me, it's not just the Ron show. But yeah, you can join the Facebook group by going to ecombillionaires.com slash Facebook group. Pretty simple, right? Um, or you can click the link in the description of this episode. 
We also got some free training available for you guys about how to get started affiliate marketing um, and making money selling other people's proven products without having to spend your own hard-earned money on advertising. So that training is also in the description of this episode, but you can also get that from the Facebook group. So just join the Facebook group if you're interested in any of this stuff that I've been putting down and uh, we can just take it from there. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. Thank you again for listening. Take care.